We are officially less than a month away from the Utah Utes kicking off their season. Michelle Botkin, sideline reporter for Ute Zone, here to preview the football season for us. Girl, your Utes going to do something this year? Or are they going to win the Pac-12 South? You know, that, that might be a little lofty, but I, I think they'll surprise some people. Where do you see them ending up uh, overall in the Pac-12 South? Well, I they were voted second place uh, by the media at Pac-12 Media Days in the South behind USC. I think that's a pretty fair place to put them. Sasha? Third or fourth? Fourth or fifth? In I think the they're going to struggle, yeah. In the South? I mean... There's only one through six. Yeah, so. I don't. I don't think. Well, let's see. I'd put USC ahead of them. I'd put UCLA ahead of them. I'd put Colorado neck and neck with them. I'd put Arizona neck and neck with them, and I'd put Arizona State neck and neck with. Them. I think. I think it's such a. I think the Pac-12 is. It's a weird division. Yeah, the, in, even the North too. I think yeah. the North is going to be stunningly good. There's, I think Washington State's going to be. There's a phenomenal. lot less parity in the North now than there was when the Pac-12 initially started up. So if you guys haven't seen or read the media poll, here we go. North Division has uh, Washington at number one, followed by Stanford, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, and California. For the South Division, we've got USC, Utah, UCLA, Colorado, Arizona State, and Arizona. Sasha, what would you change about those? I think there's so much parity both in the South mm-hmm. and the North that it's a pick'em league outside of USC. I think USC, I think Washington and Washington State are probably the and you gotta throw UCLA in there because of the Rosen. He's a top five pick next year. Michelle, what have you seen so far? Uh you you cover the uh the loots. I was gonna say the loots. <laughs> you uh you covering the loots or the Utes. <laughs> what have you seen name. so far? I was gonna say it's a new BYU disc. <laughs> throw it out there. Um you know, haven't seen a whole lot. Twenty minutes is just hard to get a, a full gauge of what's going on. But uh probably the biggest thing I've noticed from the get go is the amount of usable talent Utah seems to finally have. And when I say usable talent, I'm talking about they have new faces and they're talking about these guys starting, not because they absolutely have to have them start, but because they're 100% the best guy for the job. We're talking little freshmen that they, I mean, not they have speed and length, which they've uh never been able to recruit ever in this program. What do you think has been uh, the difference this season? Oh, and I think how well Coach Whittingham and the University of Utah Athletic Department's done maturing in the Pac-12. I don't think that there's a better athletic program in the Pac-12 than Utah. I think there's programs that rival them, but there's no one better. So when it comes to Utah being in the Pac-12, a lot of people are like, okay, yeah, you're up there in the top. You finish in one of the tops every season, but when are you going to really dominate and become the champs of the Pac-12 South, when are you going to take it to that next level? Do you think Utah, for either of you, do you think Utah is successful, can be that successful without even being the Pac-12 champs? I think that you're going to see them compete for a national championship in the junior year of Jack Tuttle, if he's as good as they say. Mm -hmm. I think until then, they are going to be between that two and five slot team. But that does not mean on any given Friday or Saturday night, They'll put a whooping on USC. 
Or whoever. Or yeah. whoever, yeah. yeah. No, I... I mean, I think Utah is a very good team. I think they've proven they consistently can be a very good team. Um, whether it was in the Mountain West, now now the competition's been raised up a bit in, in the Pac-12. And for the most part, they've held their own aside from the two five and seven seasons that they had. But even even those years, they were very competitive, but maybe just didn't have all the tools to or get depth. the job done. The depth. Depth is depth critical is for a Utah's program. Depth is huge, um, as as we've come to see. I mean, last season, they went through, what, three centers, four centers, and then every single, one of, you, every, yeah. every single one of their running backs, and they had to go back to the guy that quit. So it, uh, they're, they're seeing, reaping, reaping the benefits of better depth, um, and I think that's making them more competitive. And I think within the next five or so, years maybe maybe 10 you're gonna see them probably competing for a national championship and you'll assume that usc will be on sanctions within 10 years too so we can just get why rid are of we them. assuming that usc is gonna be on sanctions because <laughs> they're on that you know something i don't know <laughs> they're on that eight-year recruiting plan where they screw up every eight years that's their motif yo don't be talking about usc <laughs> so let's see talking about death we have uh youths have 12 returning starters you're gonna have to help me out with some of these last names here because uh homegirl ain't too good at those <laughs> let's see even first names well let's start with troy williams mm-hmm. we'll go over the returning starters for the offense troy williams uh is it raylon singleton mm-hmm. coc coc i can never say his name say wilson say yeah. mm-hmm. damari simpkins mm-hmm. and then Help me out, Celesi. Celesi Uhatafi. Yeah. And then for defense, good job. For defense, <laughs> how about you just read everyone on defense? We've got, let's just go first names. Cody, Kavika, Sunia, Sunia. No, we need last names on this and numbers, Brittany Johnson. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> yes, we do. Chase. <laughs> I got a laugh track right uh, <laughs> Filippo. <laughs> Makovsky, there's a last Mo- name. Mokafisi. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Mitch. Wishnowski. Wishnowski. Yeah. So I need a drink. Uh, <laughs> so those are your 12 returning starters. Uh, so, yeah, they do have, you know, some leadership returning to the mm-hmm. team. Uh, plus, you've got some solid freshmen, as you mentioned. Um, I want to go over the schedule with you guys and tell me win or loss. What you project. Cool? Sweet. All right. So first up, we've got North Dakota at home. They win by 50, right? Probably. Yeah. I, I All right. assume so. The big the big goal on that game is not to get hurt. Uh-huh. Yeah. At, maybe maybe get your third L, stringers. It's an important game because you got to really develop uh, yeah, some, an some offensive kind of- line and camaraderie and... There's a lot that goes on into that first game. Mm-hmm. I think it is an unfair game for the fans of the University of Utah. It's definitely not Michigan. Yeah, or Ohio State. I, I really think that they should be oh bringing in these big time I would time love boys. Ohio State. Yeah. I think that'd be amazing. Wouldn't it? So would you you'd prefer uh, a more seasoned or a more developed team to start off the season? You don't want like the a easy game to kind of get your offense, defense going, kind of work things out? I think the Power Five conferences should all play each other in that mm-hmm. first week. So, week one, you got the ACC versus Pac-12, Big 12 versus Big 10, and then that f- that fifth one, you know, you can have the independents and then the best of the small teams get some of that national money. But I think there's so much money on this line, 
and a lot of these players aren't going to get on Fox National or ESPN, and I think it means a lot because for them to play a whole four years in college football and then go to the NFL, what are you talking about? A hundred players being able to do that? Two hundred players at the most? Yeah, it's very small. Yeah, very very small. But I mean, North Dakota, they okay. run the ball. They play great defense. Utah, how how are they going to fare out against teams like that? I think athletically they'll win, and with talent they'll win without even having a coach. And I then mean, you have one of the best coaches in the country. It, it's one of those things. Any team can beat any other team on any yeah. given Saturday. I've seen it happen. I, Utah used to be one of those teams. Now they're kind of turning into that team to beat. Um, so if they walk in sleeping, yes, any team can beat them. Uh, but, I mean, logically speaking, going down the roster – and it's there, going to be just hot. No it's comparison. going to be an altitude. I don't. I don't think that there's a chance. I think that we drastically underestimate altitude in mm-hmm. college football, especially in early September because it's going to be 93 degrees. It's always been fun asking those Florida boys when they first get here. It's like, so how how are you liking that altitude? <laughs> As they're bent over, yeah, yeah. <laughs> puffing and puffing, giving you the, a the dirty eye. in Miami, but you're right? in a four four and a half in Utah. Yeah. So uh, next game, we've got BYU at BYU. Are we just writing off this game? Or I would say that BYU would win that game if they weren't playing LSU a priori to play in Utah. I'll be surprised if they can f- start all their starters on either side going into Utah. They're going to get crushed by LSU. Yeah, I mean, that you got a new head, you, got a, you got a relatively new head coach at LSU. you got to prove to the alma mater and the university that this coach is worth a dang and that his the recruiting SSA. class is any good. <laughs> and then you got to make a statement to Auburn and Alabama that BYU is going to get smacked. Tanner Mangum, how's he going to fare out? Mangum miracle! Does he have anyone to throw to? <laughs> He's a great quarterback. He's... A very smart kid, and he's athletic, but he has no proven wide receivers. All right, next oh, up. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, just a little, a little tough when you don't have proven wide receivers, for sure. That puts more pressure on Mangum, for sure. Yeah, there's no one getting DUIs on that team. Well, I was going to say, and there's no more uh, Williams, either. Yeah. So, there, there's no fallback there until guys get warmed up. Somebody tweeted out a picture. I forget who it was. Maybe it was Tanner with the shirt off. Uh, and then somebody was like, I think you guys are breaking code of conduct. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best tweet. <laughs> I was just like, that's messed up, but it's bad funny. <laughs> All right. Then uh, the Utes come back and we've got San Jose State. Win or lose for the Utes? Should be a win. Yeah, 21 points, 17 I don't know, but Utah's so new offensively. New running backs, new offensive line. They've got... New coach. They've got a new coach. Mm-hmm. They've got new wide receiving squad. So I could see that being a trap game. I don't think they'll lose, but I could see it going down Maybe to... Maybe being a little closer than it should be. Uh-huh. And what's going to be interesting to me with the offense, because your new offensive coach, Troy... Uh, what's his last name? Troy Taylor. Yeah, so he's coming in. He's a he's a pass. He likes a pass offense. Mm-hmm. Utah does not run a pass offense. Yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting to see what we're going to see this mm-hmm. year. Are, are we going to see? Is Kyle Whittingham going to be like, no, nah, that's we don't do that here. That's not what we're. That's not our game. Or are they going to move more towards a pass offense? 
I think the behavior in the off season kind of indicates that they are going to try and move in that direction. Um, it's just been a little different than it has been in years past. There's been a lot of lip service, but not a lot of action. Well, you had a quarterback that-, that you couldn't depend to make grown up decisions with Mr. Wilson. So, yes. and he, I think that in the beginning of last season, they tried to be more pass orientated, but then I think the trust broke up a little bit with their running back leaving and then their new quarterback to the Pac-12 struggling a bit. And now he's got a year of Pac-12 underneath him because before that, you can't consider Jayco to anything Pac-12, anything SEC. It's just the talent difference. So we'll see. But like I said, I think this is the planned down year of of the U. So Um, All I have to say is, I mean, you're two games in. Well, this will be the third game, San Jose Mm -hmm. State. So if there's anything that you need to fix with your offense or defense – you got to do it now because mm-hmm. then you hit the road and you're playing Arizona yes. and then Stanford. So you don't have time. You know, you got to get everything fine-tuned if it's not already by that San Jose State game because once you're going to Arizona, then you're playing Stanford, there's no time to yeah. sit there and work on little things. All those fine little details have to be worked out by then. And that's one thing I think Troy Taylor's been particularly good about. I've heard him get on wide receivers you didn't run the last six inches of, I mean, literally talking inches of that route. When you don't do that, it throws off the timing with the quarterback. It throws off what everyone else is doing. And, you know, it could be it could be the game. So just that extra just, hustle at the end of just it. Just that yeah. extra hustle, just that attention to detail. I don't remember them having an offensive coordinator that's been that nitpicky about what everybody's doing. Again, inches. He's yelling at guys for inches. Not yelling, but, I mean, unique. Well, they haven't paid that kind of money for an offensive coordinator, too. I think once you start paying those guys big money, you'll start seeing that attention to detail. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got the money. I've seen those facilities. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hitting the road against Arizona. Very familiar with this Arizona team. I wish it happened towards the end of the season when the team quit on their head coach and he was getting fired, but I think that that's a trap game, too. Why? Why trap game? Uh, I, I, if I were betting, I'd say they probably lose that game. Well, it can go either way. They were about to lose last season, or mm-hmm. what? Yeah, I mean, so what did they do? They gave up how many first half uh, points? They had eleven penalties, eleven oh, first half penalties. Yeah, that offensive line series where they went backwards for like <laughs> four plays <laughs> was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I agree with you. It, it, that goes either way uh, because last season it looked like hell. Like, I thought they were going to – I was like, what kind of team is this that I'm looking at right now on the field? But I think it's going to be a dogfight. I think it's going to be entertaining. My concern is depending on how late that game is because I bet Fox picks that one up. That's a big-time Pac-12 game. Let's see. Will you be working? Not in Arizona, no. You should, just so we can get, like, sideline footage. I am not. I can barely go to Tooele as a red-haired man. <laughs> I am never going to Arizona. <laughs> That's where gingers go to die. <laughs> well, what about Stanford? Oh, well, actually, they're playing here. So what do you guys think about Stanford game? Win or lose for Utes? Stanford-Utah is one of my favorite matchups. I love watching Stanford-Utah. Why? It's just it's such a de- old school defensive, just slug it out. Who who can play the bigger, biggest, big boy type football? Do you remember Michelle 
four years ago, maybe when Stanford came in and they were ranked number five Mm -hmm. and we were talking on the sideline and we were watching a warm up and I said, look how big those guys are. Mm -hmm. You can't say that now compared to the Utes anymore. Like just seeing that change in four years. But I remember that whole first year we were like, whoa, they're so much bigger than the Utes. So much bigger, so much faster, Mm -hmm. you know. On and on and on and on. Their grade point average is way more than, than but, Utah's. But I mean, the Utes, but... they handle them. They're 2-0 they and against them, yeah. you know, since joining the league. So, I mean. You know, I I maybe kind of like them in that game. That's, There's no McCaffrey. That's, that's kind of yeah. how Kyle likes playing. Um, and it's against, it's at Utah. I don't think Stanford's really used to that kind of rowdy environment. I've been, I've been New to quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's very questionable. Yeah. Their quarterback. I've been to the farm before. It's, I, it's quiet. I, all I heard was Ute fans. It's very sophisticated up there. It is yeah. very sophisticated. Yeah. Someone hung a chandelier from, from a tree to tailgate. I've never seen that before. <laughs> it was so classy. <laughs> and then back to quarterbacks, too. You have the uh, their guy, Keller Christ, who got hurt last year. Yeah. So, I mean, if he's healthy, I don't know if he's fully healthy. I haven't really watched Stanford uh, too much in the preseason right now. But if he's fully healthy, you have a returning quarterback. It's just you have a lot of returning uh, starters on that team, too. I see whoever's got the ball with four minutes to go in the fourth yeah. quarter is probably going to win. Probably. And that could be a weather game, too. Um, probably not snow, but a good amount of rain, getting cold. But is uh, that end possibly. of... Possibly. That... I think it's beginning of October. Is it beginning? Yeah. Okay. So I so, could be wrong. Yeah, October 7th. Yeah, it's still a little early for weather It, it might, might still be nice, but it, it could also be kind of rainy like USC was. And then you got to remember who... And see, the thing with the Pac-12 is... You have to judge who Utah's playing based on who their competitor for that week played the week before. Because mm-hmm. if Stanford's playing Washington the week before, which probably won't happen, probably be the end of the year, but if they're playing someone that's just a killer, you know, you have to think of all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Do, do, not doe. Something is wrong with me. Doe, do, doe to Utes, doe to Lutes. <laughs> do the Utes stand a chance at USC? None. I was gonna say that's my other favorite matchup. I I love the Utah USC game. It's for the most part been a good game, except for the twenty thirteen game, I think, which was just really crappy. And they were on sanctions for a while there too. So yeah, I maybe have to discredit a little bit, but I they've that's kind of been a fun series for me. It's as a well. neat little rivalry that's budding, in my opinion. I think so more yeah. so than Colorado, in my opinion, but. What do I know? <laughs> so the youth don't stand a chance. I think there's always a chance, but I would tend to think that could USC. get out of hand quickly. What do the youths have to do in order to leave with the W? They have to be disciplined. There's no turning the ball over. There's no letting their receivers get behind their DBs. I mean, everything has to be controlled and in front of them. Deep they, punt returns. Yeah. They they have to control the game, and they have to get out fast and control the game. There's no, uh, we'll take, like, the first three quarters to warm up and then decide to kick into gear in the fourth quarter, which is something Utah's done a lot of in the past. There's just, there's just none of that. They Essentially, it has to be like Oregon in 2015. They have to have a game plan, and they have to execute it right off the bat. If they don't do that, they're not winning that game. 
USC is also playing with a defensive line that's really questionable. Injuries, you know, true freshmen. You have true freshmen injuries. I think um, you can throw the defenses out on both sides of that game. I think it's going to be quarterback versus quarterback and wide receiver versus wide receiver. I mean, you're going to look at 40-point game. Who's yeah. better? If we have quarterback versus quarterback, who wins that battle? USC. You have the number one draft pick and, you know, on that team. Sam to Darnold. me, number one draft picks don't mean much, though. Like, you could be a number one draft pick. Yeah, we see number one draft picks. I was going to say, I talk, think, talk to think, USC about number one draft picks. Yeah, quarterbacks. I, I, bomb. But those number one <laughs> draft picks are usually the kids dominating college football. Their, yes. trans, their, their ability to play in the league is different, different than, than their skill yes, set. I college. do agree with that. I yeah. do agree and with that. And it's going to be another big-time game. It's going to be on Fox, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be 105 degrees in the Coliseum. It's going to be loud. It's going to be It's probably going to determine who, who takes the South, in or my who, opinion can possibly play in the national championship playoff series. That's a big-time game yeah, for Utah. It's going to be a big game, especially if Utah and USC are undefeated up to that point. Mm-hmm. All right, Arizona State. Uh, that that one's always been a little weird. They finally got that monkey off their back in 2015. That yeah. matchup's just, it's a little odd. Is that in Phoenix, or is that in Arizona, or is that here? That's here. That's here. I think Utah has it then. I I I would tend to go Utah, but I just I but wouldn't. they're coming off matchups off of right after USC. Yeah, I Who, mean, who's Arizona State playing before? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Little Google search. <laughs> <laughs> they are, who's Arizona State playing before uh, Utah? They've got Washington. Okay, so, so that's a, pretty it's a even. Pick They're going to be yeah. beat up. They're both going to be beat up. That's going to be a great game. Could be, especially that time of year. There may be rain again. And in so we're in the middle of October now. Is that where yeah. we're at? Okay. In 2015, that was a huge rain game. Kenneth Scott had that crazy catch. That was an awful rain game. That was sideways <laughs> rain. Well, yes, for it was. Four and a half it was miserable for us. <laughs> poor media people. And you couldn't wear but... shoes, long heeled shoes in that. I think I did. Did you? did you wear high heels? She oh. always does. On the sideline? Girl, oh, yeah. I'd be like, uh-uh, put on them kicks. <laughs> I got to get to where I need to go. And I have a bad back? Uh-uh. I'll be humped over. <laughs> you do not want to see me. I'll wear the heels to the club. Like, even when I'm at work, like, working, I wear these, even though they don't match with anything. And what are those for the listener? Boots. Oh, boots. yeah. I forget. It's not TV. I wear yeah. these ugly boots uh, just because I can put, like, all my cords and all that kind of stuff in there. There's something to be said for no, that. No, she's yeah. in Strategy. platforms. Yeah, she's she's running the yeah. field. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. I ain't it's, got time. It's a thing for, of I ain't beauty. got time for that. <laughs> I've still been yeah. waiting for her to break her ankle, but that's it. See? Why? Why would you wish that upon her? It's okay. That's something that K-Scott would yell yell at me after practice, like, don't bust your ass. Like, really? Like, Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. And thank Sasha you. would be there at that moment that happens, if that I, were to happen. I got yeah. that hero moment. I'll pick you up and run you <laughs> off the field. After you record it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, tap the Pac-12 guy. You got you to gotta watch You're this. You're light enough. I can throw you on my shoulder with my selfie out. Yeah, we can do that. What's, what's next, Brittany? Uh... Here's one for you. Yeah. At Oregon. Carrington's still on the team at this point? Yeah. I, I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, for his sake, more than anything. I don't even know how to... I don't even know what Oregon's going to look like next year. They're yeah. Gonna, 
It, I think it's it a, depends on how quickly uh, Willie Taggart can get those guys in line. And he's bringing a whole new system, which They're Oregon's never young had. young roster. Yeah, yes. they, for the last 70 years, they've been an inside team developing coach school. So they, they, this is a major change for Team Nike. So they have a, I think they have a little bit of a weird situation at quarterback too. But they were awful last year. I got to watch them twice, once here in Utah yeah. and then once in Washington State. And they looked like a team that had quit in Washington. And they looked like a team that took a lot of plays off when they were here in Utah. Yeah. Like, they shouldn't have won that game. No. So, let's talk about uh, Darren Carrington Utah, for yeah. a second. Okay. Uh, you breaking the news mm-hmm. uh, that he is coming to Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that day like for you? Uh, that whole week was really weird. Uh, I'm not supposed to have my cell phone at my day job. And so I would be like feeling my pocket buzz or seeing it light up on the desk and going and taking random like bathroom breaks, like probably every five minutes. I'm sure my like, coworkers girl, were like, bismol yeah, like, girl, what's wrong with your, with your stomach? Um, uh, in order, in order to to be able to talk to people and, and find out what exactly is going on and all that kind of stuff. And actually I, I knew it was a done deal the night before. So why didn't she say anything? Tweeted it out. Um, we didn't, we didn't know if Carrington or Utah wanted to officially announce it. And we didn't want to steal anybody's thunder. It's a good way to get blacklisted from a program. If you drop, uh, the guy that does uh, MMA for blogging and various, he uh, tweeted that block Brock Lesnar stuff, and he's basically been kicked out of UFC's media rights. So yeah. Michelle has to be very careful on when she can drop those things. And so I, I kind of, I got Kwani. the all, yeah. the all clear that it, it was okay that there was no announcement coming from Utah or Carrington, um, and so I just went ahead and dropped it. Dropping dimes. Yes, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need the sound effect. Insert sound effect. <laughs> uh, so have you, since that, have you talked to Kyle Whittingham or Darren Carrington or anything? I have not talked to Darren Carrington yet. Uh, that will be coming up sometime this fall. Uh, he's he's my 24th senior feature this year. <laughs> Good for you. Right? You're getting um, old as... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 24 in this season. There's 24 seasons, or 24 seniors this season. Oh. So I have to yeah. pound out 24 individual senior features for all the seniors. That sounds exhausting. Good for you. It's about it equates to about two a week. Yeah. Yeah. But there's twenty four seniors this year? There's twenty four seniors now. Yeah. So this could be a rebuilding thing for two years then. Yeah. That's okay. Potentially. Again, I like the talent that they brought in though. Like I said, it's usable talent. So we'll just we'll just have to see how it all shakes out though. Now with his DUI situation. How do you guys feel about that? How do you guys, there's a lot of talk um, back and forth on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody tweeted like the Utes, like their mission statement. And <laughs> they were just like, this does not go with yeah. your mission statement. I'm all about people getting second chances. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I don't want one thing to ruin someone's life. And I always think, yeah, some everyone has done something stupid in their life. Yeah. 
and we shouldn't hold that against them. To me, no matter what, everybody deserves a second chance. What do you guys think? I completely agree with you, but the problem I have is how you misbehave the night before a national championship game. I'm not concerned so much about backing into a pole at a McDonald's. I can see that. But the night before or the day, two days before yeah. the national championship <laughs> game, if your head ain't in it, I don't know what you want to do with your life. And I think, especially under Kyle Whittingham, uh, I think this will be great for him because mm-hmm. he's still young and maybe he hasn't had that leadership around him or he hasn't had the desire to want to be focused in a program um, or a reason to. Yeah. Maybe, who knows what happened? We don't know. But I feel like this could be his chance to really show people, I'm about this, I'm focused. Yeah, I'm, I made mistakes before in the past, but now I'm here to work. And talking to the people that I was talking to, that was something I think that was a huge determining factor in him coming to Utah. And his talent and his um, skill level, yeah. Is he, I, I think it became very, very clear that he couldn't handle an environment like Eugene offers. Um, and he there was talk of him potentially going to ASU, which yeah, no. is like, <laughs> if, if you're trying to avoid all this stuff, why why would you pick ASU? Um, that's that's just asking for trouble if if you can't control yourself in Eugene. So I think Utah offers him a very controlled environment. I am almost positive Wit has a list of you will do this, you will not do this, that he's probably going to have to go through in order to prove himself not only to Kyle but to the rest of the team. Um I mean, he's going to be on a short leash. There's a great soundbite from Kyle Whittingham on the situation that I'll throw on at the end of the show that kind of basically says every player is treated and judged differently on my team. Mm -hmm. And so, as you say, his leash is extremely short. Extremely short. But I think think it could be a very positive thing for him. But he'll be in the NFL after this year. Um, well, as long he, as he keeps his nose clean. If he gets into too much trouble. Dallas Cowboys will pick him up in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this guy, Cowboys. He's got Cowboy all over him. <laughs> I like the Cowboys now. I'm oh, like... you imagine him on the slot next to Des Bryant? That, you know, that would be wicked. Yes, I, I hate the Cowboys, it but would that be would be wicked. wicked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yo, they having the time of their life over there. I'm about to move to Dallas. <laughs> all right, moving on. We have... Uh, Utah playing UCLA at home. Here in Utah. Bicycle Stadium. Home. Ooh. I like Utah on that one. I don't. I think US, UCLA is going to be very good because if they don't have a good season, Rosen's gone to the NFL and their head coach is gone. And all their coaches are gone. And I think you'll see UCLA get blown up completely. It's a big game. I can more see them having a bit of a chip on their shoulder after what happened at the Rose Bowl last year mm-hmm. with Joe Williams. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be more of a determining factor than what's going on with that coaching staff. There's been weird stuff going on with that coaching staff for a while. You've only got one coach returning to offense. You've only got one offensive coach returning. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird and, program. Like and they had- with Puff Daddy's Puff, kid. Puff Daddy's kid? Yeah. Snoop like, Dogg's kid. It's like, not on Puff the same Daddy. Team. It's P. Diddy. He changes his name so many damn times. Like, <laughs> All up in this the week videos. it's P. Diddy. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. So, yeah, you've got a lot of people who have taken off uh, for various reasons or who have gotten in trouble 
uh, with UCLA that just aren't coming back, not returning. Rosen's uh, shoulder is a big question. Yeah. He had major surgery on that thing. Yeah. And it also, there was idea that his neck was messed up too. Mm-hmm. So we're taking a pick em? Utah. Can I do a pick em? Yeah, pick Utah, em. pick em. I think I UCLA will probably think, get that. I still think Utah. UCLA won two years ago when they came in, right? Yeah, and I think And it was that, pretty decisive. Oh, no, it wasn't decisive. It was, I'm pretty sure that was a close game, but it was, once again, for all the marbles, Utah yeah. could have could have been the yeah. South Champion. South Champ, yeah. but uh, they dropped the ball against UCLA. How do you think <laughs> UCLA athletes and the athletic department feel about coming to Utah? Well, I I don't know about the athletes in the athletic department, mm-hmm. but I, I know their fans have not been thrilled with the fact that it snowed every single time they've been here. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll see. Utah, they should be able to take this game at home. Again, They UCLA, they've lost three defensive linemen, four defensive backs, two linebackers, one offensive lineman, and two wideouts. So, yes. that's a lot. With a top five quarterback. Pick them. It's a pick them game. It's Pac-12 South. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Washington State. Given. To who? Washington State. They're going to win? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. By a lot. By, you- <laughs> By a lot. A By lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Pip Cheerio. Um, Shout out Jordan Pow Pow, coach. <laughs> coach Pow Pow for Washington. Uh, yeah. That kind of like Arizona State. Washington State seems to give Utah some fits. Mike Leach is a genius when it comes to orchestrating an a offense. Psycho genius. Yeah, he, he's crazy. Crazy as a fox. Yeah, he's is my that favorite. the saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little wily on that one. Um, I I could see Utah dropping that one. And then what about at Washington? Loss. Loss. I was going to yeah. say that one's going to be interesting. That might be a to national me. championship playoff team right there. That's going to be real interesting to me, um, how that one plays out. I think Utah and Utah's Utah never Washington, beat his or Whittingham's never beat us at their head coach, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. at Washington. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that was the day that we knew Chase Hansen was meant to be a safety. And he's out for now, right? Isn't uh, that breaking news as of this morning? Uh, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, oh, Chris Hansen or Chase Hansen? Chase Hansen, yeah. Chris Hansen. yeah. Who's Chris Hansen? That's uh... Chase's evil brother. Wait, no, 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 wait. Isn't Chris Hansen's Hansen the catch like the a... predator guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm ashamed that okay, I know wait. that. Yeah, shut up. Oh, wait, there's actually okay. There's a really funny episode. Have you guys ever seen the Boondocks? No. I've seen some. I've okay, seen some. so there's like a. An episode is based off a true story, The Booty Warrior. Uh, oh, I think I actually have seen that one. <laughs> and then Chris Hansen goes in at the end, you know, to get the booty warrior. And he was like, it was a setup. I wasn't here for the kid. I was here for you. <laughs> Long story short, that's what happened. But yeah, so that's Chris Hansen. Uh, anyway, I, I would be out. <laughs> Chase Hansen, the booty no, <laughs> Captain America? What? <laughs> uh, Washington will be interesting. I'll be actually at that game. That's my one away game I'm nice. going to, aside from assuming Utah goes to a bowl game, whatever bowl game they go to. This is end of November? Uh, beginning of November. Bring a poncho. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I could see Utah being out for a little revenge after 
last year because they could have won that game. And that they was another coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah. Didn't. Um, so I, I'm curious to see how that one plays out. I, I'm feeling that one is a little bit of a toss-up. What about the last game against Colorado at home? Utah's going to stomp all over them. I think Utah is pissed that they lost to them last year. They they probably shouldn't have. No, they should not have. Um, but they did, and and they got embarrassed, and I, I think those guys are going to be out to correct that one. We'll see. Uh, Chase Hansen, how serious is his injury? I mean, it's undisclosed. Utah doesn't really disclose injuries yeah. unless they're season ending. You know, I've heard a couple of different rumors. I I haven't heard anything Such as... concrete. I've been hearing sports hernia. Um, I've been hearing some kind of groin mm. um, issue. It sounds like... He'll be fine. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like they're planning on having him back by the beginning of the season, will we see him play those first couple of games? Probably not. Why Why would you? He's one of your better players, especially in, in the backfield where everybody is a little bit new. And if um, it's a hernia grinder, that means he's been working hard. So, Well, Whittingham well, said, that guy he has. said, quote, Hansen is one of the best players in the conference. Yeah. yeah. He's a heavy hitter. That, that boy loves to hit. Kind of hard hard to believe he was once a quarterback. Yeah, it's almost like an old school Raiders cat from the 70s or a 49er, a Ronnie Lot type kid. Yeah. He just crushes people. It's beautiful. Well, <laughs> it is beautiful. <laughs> How strong of a program do you guys think the Utes are or have? Right now they've got 40 players in the NFL. I see them today and last year as a mid-major program inside of uh, the Power Five conference schools. I think there is a possibility for that to change as long as the pack this comes down to the Pac-12 conference and the Pac-12 network and their viewership ability. I think that I think their ability to go to a national push is based on their conference. And I think there's several teams in that. You know, the only one that's a made guy in college football is USC in that conference. Mm. In my opinion. <clears throat> yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Yeah, I I think Utah's on their way to possibly being that kind of team um maybe kind of more in line with like an ohio state or michigan i think that, penn state every eight years will yeah. circle around for a national championship yeah i don't think i don't think they'll be as consistent as say like alabama it's just it's hard to be consistent like that you just have to have unlimited resources and there just are not a lot of schools and the that re- do recruiting talent hasn't been good in utah for decades i mean you get one or two players a year that's on a national presence and they go to usc or stanford mm-hmm. they're they're just yeah. now starting to win some of those battles. and they're not, not winning the quarter but the by the lds quarterback battles yet with byu either and i think that's important byu yeah. has more nationally televised games than utah uh well they have a guaranteed four by Who, byu yeah by espn and ESPN has only really been giving them four the last two years because they're not winning um, big enough. And they're late games. They're a Thursday yeah, night game. Their I mean, schedules they are of, a little – their schedules have been a little bit of a killer There's a lot of rumor going on that – is it after this year? That after ES, their contract is up. Yeah, right? the ESPN will not pick them up. Well, I asked because 
I was uh, and talking. they've been doing Remy games for these yeah. games, which means they're not bringing in a full production because the numbers aren't there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I was talking to my friend the other day. Again, I don't know why I keep wanting to have this conversation about BYU and Utah. It's important. Which one is the yeah? Which one has the stronger program? Utah. And mm-hmm. I say Utah. Uh, my friend was saying BYU, and he was just like, "Look, they have." More nationally televised games. More people know who BYU is. So I was just like, to me, even if I don't know how many nationally televised games uh, Utah had last season, but I was just like, even if that's true, I still think at home. Yeah, I still think Utah is the bigger name. I think because too, you have to look at how many. To me, BYU's football program is just not as strong as University of Utah. It's kind of an interesting situation because at one time I definitely would say BYU was the bigger name. I think we're starting to see the tides switch a little bit um, with Utah's move to the Pac-12. They're starting to get a little more recognition. Um, People are becoming a little more familiar with them, and I think we'll see that increase as the years go on. Um, if, If BYU can't find a landing spot... That independence, to me, is very shaky. Um, BYU will not be a football program in 15 years if they don't end the discrimination that happens on their campus with their students. They will not get into a Power 5 or Power 6 conference as long as they are discriminant against gay people. Bottom line. Well. No, I mean, Baylor even wouldn't voted them out of going into their conference. And that's Baylor, and they have more sexual assault cases and court litigations mounting up against them on a weekly basis. And so do you think that is hurting? Are you saying that's hurting their uh, recruiting? That's why they can't get into the Big 12 or the Big 10, yes. Well, uh, I mean, what really hurts BYU's recruiting, in my opinion, is the super strong LDS culture. It's, It's just there's nothing wrong with it, but it's not for everyone, you know? I feel like I was a really, really good kid growing up, but could I have lived and survived in BYU's environment? No. no. Like, I, I mean, I was not a troublemaker by any stretch of the imagination, but it is very strict, and you have to be prepared to play by those rules, and there just are not a lot of good athletes that are willing to play by those rules. Do you guys think uh, – sorry, do you guys think that uh... – you have younger guys signing these contracts. When they're coming in, they're 17, 18 years old, right, mm-hmm. going into college. To me, I think a lot of people are signing these contracts, and they're not really – they're just like, oh, yeah, let me sign this so I can get a scholarship and play football. No, their dads they're are not, signing yeah, that contract. Well, whatever, but yeah. they're not really – I don't think a lot of people really understand, no, you – are signing up. You cannot do this, 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 this. I it's agree. not a. It's not a. You can't do it. And if you do, you slip up. It's okay. It's a. No if you drinking. Slip up, no sex. Yeah, no are, women in your dorm. You room. are out. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think a lot of these younger guys are really comprehending, or women are really comprehending. Oh, I thought that was a joke, or I thought you guys were like, I didn't think it was that serious. I couldn't have a guy or a woman in my dorm room. Yeah, I I think that's one hundred percent true i i do think there is a little naivety there um when it comes to that especially not so much for kids that grow up here i think they understand that pretty well but when you start talking about kids that have grown up outside of the state and are thinking about attending byu 
I don't think they fully understand or grasp what exactly it is they're signing up for. And that, that doesn't even necessarily apply to athletes. That's, that's just other kids that are coming in purely for academic reasons as well. I, I, I just, I think it's hard to grasp if you haven't grown up around it. I think one of the things I think that BYU does better than Utah is their student their students support the athletic programs much better than Utah students support their programs. I think that not only do they have almost 15,000 more people in their stadiums, but their soccer games sell out. Their softball games sell out. Utah's softball is selling out now, too. Their basketball games, kids are camping out. You have to give away tickets for Lonzo Ball to come into Utah. So, Well, I, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this. Uh, Let's I, not I, say it then. Well... Oh, say it. No, I, it's, it's not. It's not bad, but I I think some of that has to do again with culture. Yeah, the uh, Coach K culture. Know, yeah, sure. Well, no, not even the Coach K culture, but just at Utah, you have a lot more options for what you can do on Friday and Saturday night. And it's a commuter school too. And it's a commuter school at BYU. You're typically on campus, and you're a lot more limited as to what you're allowed to do on Friday and Saturday night if if you want to still remain in school. It's um, better for TV when you have a raucous audience, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I've, I certainly enjoy doing basketball better at BYU than I do at Utah, and I've worked all the big games at Utah. I just There's a difference in volume and level, and I think fun. I think fun is a great thing that BYU fans bring to the game basketball's been a little wishy-washy for utah as Mm -hmm. of late um sometimes it's really good sometimes it's not so great well Um, maybe fans are just so focused in on the game they're just like and i'm being sarcastic maybe they are they they just don't want to (laughs) talk it's it's funny how (laughs) different it is like i remember i worked a game last year at byu and then the week after i worked up here in utah and at BYU, literally the pregame music was Katy Perry and some Justin Bieber. And then at the U, it was NWA and then like uh, 2 Chains. Yeah. And just that difference alone was like, oh my gosh, this is a different I can't culture. warm up to no Katy Perry. She ain't giving me no fireworks. I can't. <laughs> I'm not a huge Katy Perry yeah. fan either. <laughs> I just, I don't see how you can get hyped to anything like that. And that was a big deal, like, especially uh, when I played in high school, that was one thing, like. The girls, the girls team, our coach, uh, he was just like, you can't have any music with curse words and it can't be any vulgar language. Um, I even remember that song by T.I., bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. And then Jay-Z in the beginning, I think, it, no, it was T.I. in the beginning. It's hard to yell with the barrels in your mouth. Like, we couldn't even play that. But the guys are sitting there warming up to music. F you, F this, mm-hmm. B-I-T-C, all that. And we were like... We need those words to warm up. Like, yeah. well, it's, it's a double standard. It it really is. Um, I think the most underreported sports story in the state of Utah this past calendar year has been the fact that two athletes from the women's soccer team at BYU made the United States women's national team, and no one's reported on it. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. I see. I didn't even know that. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's mind blowing when you think wow. about it. Yeah. Shout out to you, ladies, whoever yeah. whoever you are. And that's that's some big kudos right there. A lot of times, um, I'm hearing just from other my my station included, you know, ABC Four and then other media outlets out here. They say too, a lot of it has to do with proximity. BYU. 
40 minutes away, 45 minutes away. Utah's right here. Mm -hmm. But to, excuse me, in my defense, or in their, and kind of counter-arguing that, you can still write a web article. You can still get on the phone and do a phone interview. You could have a student write something for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's an interesting thing going on with the BYU-Utah women's soccer game. If you've never been to them, they're about the funnest thing you can go but there's rumor that this game might be at RSL Stadium this year. Oh, that'll be Ooh, dope. That would yeah. be way dope. Because yeah, it will sell out. You will get 18,000 people if they do it there. I mean, you get 4,000 people at the U, and there's no facility for a fan base. Yeah. Um, at least last year. I've do been, you think that'll – oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say I haven't been to a BYU-Utah women's soccer game. Next year since, you have to go. Since I was playing soccer, and that was when I decided that maybe I didn't want to play college soccer because uh, those girls went at it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there you'll, were like bloody faces. Yeah. And, oh, my goodness. Do you think them playing at RSL <laughs> uh, Stadium will open up a whole new light to people like, oh, soccer I've been is, missing out. Major League Soccer just turned down a $4 billion advertising right from some company in Europe. So the potential, uh, the, the boom in soccer in America is going to happen. And you'll probably see it with the next World Cup coming. But women's soccer is sexy and it's athletic. and It's better than men's soccer. And it's a great sport because women's weakest strength as athletes is moving laterally. And you don't have that issue in soccer. It's all back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's a beautiful game. Do you think it's a beautiful game? Because all the way around, it's, it's <laughs> a beautiful game. <laughs> That's why all those guys were coming to our volleyball game. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, I legit think women's soccer is way it's better than fire. men's soccer. Yeah. Way better, way better. I would much rather watch a women's soccer game than men's soccer game. Sorry, guys. See, and what's weird is I would say the same thing, but when it comes to basketball. I would much rather watch guys. Me too. Than I women. And agree. It, it, I shouldn't say that, but I'm just like, oh my God, the game is just so much faster. Oh, yeah. yeah I just, agree. They're not the same game. No, it's not. It's a very different game. Women's volleyball, men's volleyball is a pick em, I think. But I, I love ball. women's volleyball, women's yeah. hands and down. And here's a neat story for everyone listening. Uh, Pac-12 Network is picking up every single Utah women's volleyball game this year for TV. I think I did see that. There yeah. is big projection that this team is going to make a deep, deep run into the national championship picture. They've they've been doing well the past couple of years. Yeah, and Miss Anai is she's going to be an Olympian. Uh, they they just started a beach volleyball team, yes, mostly for Anai, so she can get start developing her Olympic training, but. It, they got a solid program there, and it's been beautiful to watch the last five years. Well, and I think they wanted uh, Jackson and Cody Barton's sister as well, okay. and that was that was a way to get her there because she wanted to play both beach and regular yeah, volleyball. Absolutely, you've got to be an outstanding athlete if a university is willing to do something like that for you, for one person, two people, three people. You've got to be a dominant athlete, and mm-hmm. they've got to see a lot of potential in you. No matter if you're already great. They've got to see something else in you to make you to make them build an entire new facility just for you to come. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can say about Miss and I is I can only call her Miss and I because I'm good friends with her brother and he'll kill me <laughs> if, if I say anything <laughs> else. But you watch out. I could see them playing Penn State in the national championship this year. They're going to be phenomenal. That would be awesome. And you know what? The tickets are like five bucks or free. So mm-hmm. and. The students and the fan base of Utah has a real hard time going out to women's volleyball, and I hope that changes. 
because it's not that way at BYU. I've worked at ESPN women's and men's volleyball game, and there's not sellouts, but there's a good seven, 8,000 yeah. people there. So You know, I, I think a lot of it, though, is people love a winner. Yeah. And once you start proving that you can win on a consistent basis, all of a sudden people are interested mm-hmm. in you. Um, so I think you'll start seeing, like, volleyball. Um, if women's basketball continues their kind of upward climb, I think you'll start seeing more people at that. I hope will you it- two ladies cover a game or two, both of you, Brittany and Michelle. Oh, I will be, yeah. especially yeah. now that I'm uh, with Block U. I'll yeah. be there covering more University of Utah stuff. So, nice. I we definitely with our move to Scout, um, yeah. we have more resources, more resources, and so that may be a viable option for us here in the near future to I'd start like to covering some of those. So, tell people because uh, you're a very busy woman. Tell people <laughs> where they can uh, follow up uh, with you and read any of your articles and things like that. Well, one, you can be a subscriber on UteZone.com, which is part of the Scout.com network. Um, on top of that, you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. That's that's where you can find me. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here with us. We appreciate it. Thank you. It is super unfortunate what happened with Darren. I mean, we wish him nothing but the best. I mean, Coach Tiger did the best for what the team, what he thought was best for the team. So, I mean, we all have to follow that and rally behind him. But, I mean, Darren's a duck. Once a duck, always a duck. So, we wish nothing but the best for him this season. But, I mean, like Coach Tiger said, I mean, he one slip up and you're gone. Oh. Well, he's a terrific talent on the field and one of the common denominators that came back from all the people I talked to about there was his fierce competitive drive on the field when he practiced. He's just a, a guy that uh, is, a, is the ultimate competitor and uh, brings a toughness uh, you know, to that receiver position that uh, will help us out. What did he do or say that made you comfortable, uh, you know, thinking that that was a good risk for you guys? Well, I think it was, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time talking to him, his parents, uh, coaches that I know that have had direct contact with him, guys that I really trust, and, uh, you know, it's very apparent that he will be the first to admit that he's done some dumb things, made some bad decisions, but uh, he's got the right attitude right now, and uh, is bound and determined to, to put this behind him move forward, try to have a, a successful senior year, and then and hopefully have a chance to move on to the next level. Is he on a tighter leash at all than any of your other players? Sure, yeah, you treat players how they deserve to be treated, and with his uh, missteps in the past, that definitely puts him on a shoulder leash. There's no doubt about it.